Welcome back to Trick to Happy. I'm Kara, and I'm here with Darby. We are here, and it is... What is today's date? I feel like... Oh my goodness, it is... Well, what are we going to say when it... It's May 18th. If you did see our last... If you, actually, if you've seen our post or listened to our last episode, you can definitely tell that we, it is a place that we actually have a huge concert with the stage and a guy that dresses up in 80s clothes and yes. sings. Uh-huh. Um, Alistair Tober was our guest, and he's awesome. I love him. And if you have not listened to the episode, stop stop, and, and go, go listen. Yeah. But our dare was to, we sang. You had to get on stage in front of the entire neighborhood. And I really do not think I could enjoy Westfest fully <laughs> because I was so nervous. Like I really, uh, I only had two two drinks, yeah. and I was could barely get Same. those down. Well, I didn't know we were going to see Alistair before the show, oh. and I saw Emily. That's right, because you've never done I've never it. Been, but I saw Emily, or his wife, and I was like, "Do you yeah. think he forgot?" And she's like, "If I know Alistair, he didn't forget." And then all of a sudden, I see this like dart of lightning flash by, and I look, and of course, it's Alistair, and he was like, "Okay." When Africa comes on, yeah. that's when I want you on the side of the stage. And so I felt like once he started every single song, we were like, is this Africa? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and when it finally came, I was like, oh, my gosh. Here it oh, comes. my gosh. And you did so good, too. It was so, so sweet. The The two guys that are on the side of the stage that I guess were in charge, like they kind of looked over at us. And we we're like, we promise we're not like storming the stage. You're so cute. You're like, no, we're supposed to be here. We were asked to come on. And then I felt so legit when Alistair met us over there with the microphones. And he's like, they're good. They're good. <laughs> like, like, like we're like insecurity. Like they're good. They're good. But Our it was West fun. Fest. It was scary. And it was in front of a lot of people. But looking back on it now, it was fun. And West Fest is just so fun. Well, I mean. I mean, we rocked. We did good. We I mean, rocked that was it out. good. And I Alistair, really to oh, sweet. he kept he like great. he kept trying to like come up to the front. Yes, I'm like no, I'm good right here in the back. I know. I'll dance like this. <laughs> I know. It was it was not as horrible as I thought it was going to well, be. Uh, it was yeah. hard, but it was not horrible. Yeah. So, but it goes to show. It kind of proves that like I wish I would have manifested a little bit more confidence prior to because I think if I actually sat in it, like if I actually took Alistair's advice and was like. We are going to, yeah, yes, not that it's going to be good, but I got this. I think I would have done better. Live and learn next Mm -hmm. time. I'll listen to the podcast again. (laughs) So anyway, and then we just had Mother's Day. We did. Happy Mother's Day to everybody. Yeah. A week late. And (laughs) I woke up and not a single one of my children said Happy Mother's Day until I basically reminded them, do they know what day it is? Yeah. Um. But we were fortunate that we got to go and spend some time with some girlfriends on Sunday. And I didn't realize how much I needed it. I felt guilty being away mm-hmm. and not with my children yeah. on Mother's Day. I yeah. mean, I saw them later in the right. in the afternoon. But I didn't realize how much I needed to just sit with other moms and vent and yeah, just... No, it's funny. I feel... So I would say most Mother's Days, I I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. <laughs> Brian's like, all right, I, I know. But when it becomes when it's on Father's Day, like Brian always finds something for the whole family to do, mm-hmm. and that's when I feel the guilt. Like, yes. oh, no, you can go play golf. Like, go hang out with your buddies. And he's like, no, let's let's go to lunch. Yeah, let's. And I'm like, oh man, that's when I'm like, man, do I suck as a mom? 
because I wanted to be with my friends. Well, we were saying we need to start some tradition. Like our friend Anna was saying that she was out of town with her daughter for a dance competition and all the dads rented a party bus for the moms that night and all the dads kept the kids. And that's what it should be. It should be like Mother's Day Eve that we get to See, I like you said that on Mother's Day and I really like that idea. It's like Mother's Day Eve, although you'd have to be smart about how much you drink the night before. Because you don't want to be hungover on Mother's Day. I also either. think I'm just too old for a party bus. Like I would rather just like sit how we did in the daytime and just like yeah. So I think yeah, a Mother's maybe Day. Maybe we just do it on Saturday. Yeah, I think we should do it. Um, but that should be like a tradition. Yes. And then on Sunday, on actual Mother's Day, hang out with the family. Yes. I, I think I like well, I like that idea. I think we, I think it's a good idea. But yeah. It was so nice. But it was nice because it led to a lot of really really good conversations. Yes. One of which we are going to talk about today mostly is just kind of failure and how we we sometimes feel we are the only ones failing whether it's mm-hmm. as a mother as a spouse um friendships as a friend yeah as a sibling yes daughter and i think we've developed this like such a fear of failure mm-hmm. and loneliness truly and instead of embracing the failure and learning from it mm-hmm. You know, we just tend to keep putting up, like we said with Alistair, like just barriers of our fear. And well, yeah. And and with failure, truly, for me, the fear of like, I'm the only one experiencing this. I'm the only one that would be dumb enough to do this. You know, like, but as we said, sitting with other mothers on Mother's Day, it was like, no, you aren't the only one experiencing. Maybe you didn't do that one specific thing, but like, we're all kind of going through this. And having our own experiences with our... Well, and through the failure is how you learn. Right. Like, whether it's a sport you're playing, mm-hmm. whether it's anything. I mean, those dark times of failing usually lead you into the light right. at the end. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. And just realizing like that... Well, I don't know. Recently, I feel like too with us and our boys at the age that they are, you know, there's so many... In every stage, there's so many new things that are... Yeah. That are happening in the development of them mm-hmm. but you know having now two middle school mm-hmm. you have high school just navigating their world now through social media and what they're exposed to and trying to guide them and right protect but then feeling like they do something so idiotic and stupid and thinking we could have possibly stopped it it. yeah yeah through my experience with my kids it's like sometimes when they really screw up I think oh man did I do something wrong did I not do something to prevent this from happening did we not have the right conversations did we did did I not provide experiences for them to learn without having to do this really idiotic thing Mm -hmm. but you know and, and and look it's easy to say like they're going through life and they're going to fail and that's the only way they're going to learn like i know that's true mm-hmm. but it does it's hard when you're, why is it so much scarier when it's them because mm-hmm. i tell myself all the time i'm yourself. like gosh i cannot believe my parents would if they knew that we would drive from my girls school to the boys school two hours on a yeah. country dirt road and i mean just the thing i mean we learned from those things and we did stupid things and we all do but when it's your children you're like Yes. I don't want them to do any stupid things. Exactly. <laughs> I, I just know there have been times where I've read 
Miller's phone and seeing conversation that I'm like, mm, this is kind of alarming. Right. And But the thought of telling anyone that in my mind leads to they're going to judge me. They're going to think I'm... I can't believe that this was said. And I'm not saying it was it was Anything. Miller saying it, but right, like yeah. Well, that's a very good point. Like being afraid that like people are gonna judge my decisions as a mother. Right. Or like th- I can't believe he did that. That must that must have come directly from the parents. Oh yes. When really it didn't. Or, right. And I'm again I have no particular point right. of something that Miller said, but there there have been right. times where he has done something not clearly just on the phone, but where it's I feel like it's going to look like a direct correlation back to the parents. For sure. And I've experienced that with like a parent and not a parent, a teacher calling or maybe like an assistant principal or something like there was something that happened at school. And so they need to call and call me and tell me that this situation happened. They've handled it. It's not a big deal. But this my kid was part of this situation. And I have been like, I am so sorry. I I'm so sorry. And they'd be like, well, you don't have to be sorry. Like. We know that you did not teach your kids to do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but well, but that's the worry I have. Like, don't know. I promise I'm trying as hard as I can to be a good mom and a good role model and a good whatever. Well, and it can be such small things and then it can yeah. be, but then it can lead to bigger things like can happen. And now with like, I don't know. With, with No, but like, and ultimately it's just, it's really nice to know that other people are experiencing it. And even though you think you are the only one experiencing a situation in which you feel like you're either a failing as a parent or that your kids are making some really dumb decisions and you are just feeling like ultimately alone right but it's just nice to be around other people who are willing to be like oh no 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 look it's okay that just made me think of I know I talk about Dax way too much but on his episode like not recently but he is sober now but and he talks about it very openly but then he had a um what is it called when you um do it again Uh, um relapse yes and it's very hard word apparently (laughs) he relapsed but he did it on on not but but he did it on like pain meds because he had Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of surgeries and he had a hard time with that he's like i realized that i thought i was being brave talking about my sobriety and and the asshole that I was but I realized that it was easy because I was on the other side of it and I had learned from my mistakes and now I was this person and it was wasn't until I relapsed that I realized that like it's hard for me to admit when I failed like I didn't want to tell anybody that I relapsed I wanted to come up with excuses that it wasn't cocaine but just pain medicine but then Uh, He had someone tell him, like, no, like, the reason people love you is because you're willing to say, like, I screwed up. Mm -hmm. And when you are willing to be like, I messed up and I'm in the middle of it and Mm -hmm. I'm working through it and whatever, I think more people were drawn to him Mm -hmm. because of that. Well, and that's like your own personal failures. And then... Mm -hmm. As, you know, as far as our kids go, I feel like we as moms and parents together, mm-hmm. you know, we don't want to be judged. We don't want to feel like yes. we are failing, even though we all are. Right. And I think it's to be able to, same thing, but in a different way, to be able to admit mm-hmm. and have the confidence to say, my child did this. Right. And make and making sure you have the people around you that are not going to judge you and are going to sit in the failure with you and 
possibly even laugh because mm-hmm. I can guarantee you a week later it will be their child. Right. And they're all learning. And I think at the end of the day, it's just surrounding yourself with friends, mothers that are mothers, fathers, but whatever, a good mm-hmm. support system that is going through all the things that you are. But you've got to be able and willing to admit mm-hmm. and be honest with, your, with right. yourself and, and and look for that advice or comfort well yeah and like what did kim say about advice is like being able to find what did she say oh she said she you know at one point in her life was going through a struggle and had a friend that would say well at least this and at least that and it just felt to her like the friend was minimizing what was really going on she was what yes. she was experiencing. Yes. yes. And it, it, I mean, and that can go for everything. I think it's like mm-hmm. you want the person there to say, do you want me to give you your advice or laugh with you about what just happened or you cry with you l- or sit with listen. you and listen? Yeah, just want to you just want to be heard yes. for a bit. And I think when you feel that you have failed, mm-hmm. you feel alone mm-hmm. and you want someone to just sit in it with you. Yes. Not try to tell you what you could have done, not try to give you advice to fix it, not or try how to, to make it look it. like their mm-hmm. life is better than yours, their child is better than yours, mm-hmm. but just... I would never. No, my child will never <laughs> have a phone. My child will never have social media. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we still color. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I think it all can just kind of be tied together. This, this whole concept of being true to yourself being vulnerable and honest mm-hmm. when you're in the midst of failing or failure or and then being that way I feel like opens up the doors to a community around you of deep connection that can help you through those times where you do feel so alone and you're the only person that is messing up yeah absolutely I mean I took four pictures before I came over here of my entire house to show like my laundry room, the kitchen, the beds unmade upstairs. We are having work done at the house, but still I, I left and I'm like, I mean, that was, I was coming over here prepared for this, but I was like, mm-hmm. I'm failing. I'm failing at all of this. And yeah. I'm failing at this podcast because it's got to go tomorrow and we have waited for the very last minute. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, there's so many, I, I, I would be willing to bet. I tell myself, Four or five times a day, I've failed at something. And yeah. it's just... Me too. Not you. Not, yeah, you have failed. I'm saying, yes, I've experienced that too. Like, I mean, I always think I'm going to go to someone... When I go to someone else's house and it's spotless, I'm like, shit. Like, why does my house look like that? And their house looks spotless. But maybe their queen and lady came. I don't know. <laughs> because you were doing other things. That's, you know, I learned this through we I had another friend who would do all these incredible things with their kids like it was very kid centric in that like one room was the art room and one room was the creative room and like where they would pretend together and then whatever like she didn't care that the art stuff was all over the place and I was thinking like oh my gosh she is such a great mother like she's doing all of these things but like her house is always a wreck always Mm -hmm. But, like, that wasn't important to her, and that was okay. She was doing all these other things. I feel like a failure when I don't know what to have for dinner. My mom always had dinner ready. Same. And 
I don't do that for my kids. I don't do that for my husband. Every day it's a struggle. Like, what do you want to eat? And then you talk to the people that are like, I have meal planned the entire week tonight. It's tacos, then it's stir fry, then it's, I mean, yeah. and I'm like. All the groceries are done. I went to Costco on Sunday. It I'm was like, <laughs> get in the car. We're going to McDonald's. I, I mean, I don't, it's just, and that then I, but then to tie this to another whole other issue is I've spend a lot of time thinking, am I doing too much where I'm failing at a lot of different things because I've got too many things too going many at once. Balls in the air, yeah. Yes. I saw a video someone sent me it might have been a TikTok, I'm not sure, but the guy is getting hit by like a million dodgeballs. Like uh-huh. and it was like these are all the things coming at us at once. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes worry that I have too many things, therefore I can't give a hundred percent to any of them. Right. Therefore, that leads to me failing at at least half of them. Right. Yeah. I think I think most people experience that. Well, and I talked to some in the last episode about, and I hate to always bring it back around to tennis, but uh, <laughs> our coach from Innsworth, he, he has talked a lot about failure. And he was mm-hmm. like, you all have got to allow yourself to fail. Mm-hmm. You cannot, you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to have a perfect match. Right. Allow yourself to fail. Focus on the good that you did mm-hmm. and flush it and move on. Well, that and for me and I whatever for me, that's the work, right? It's it's being OK with failing, like not feeling like a failure. Yes. When you are failing. Yes. Like using that as a chance to learn, because that's when you learn the most, truly, like when you mess up, that's when you learn the most. But like getting rid of that, like uh, that little tinge of. I don't know, guilt, shame of like, oh, I messed up. I totally effed that up. Well, just recently we were supposed to do a water safety presentation at a school. Yeah. I had booked it. I had sent the email. I had all the emails in my inbox. Mm -hmm. And we have a master list of a spreadsheet where we have all the days that we're going to the different schools all the times. Right. Again, in the busyness of life. Right. I did not transfer from the email into the spreadsheet that we were going there. And apparently... The school calls the swim school and chews out somebody who innocent who picks up the phone oh. and takes the brunt of my failure to update it onto the spreadsheet. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I emailed the woman and she, it was a little feisty back at me. But at the end, all I could say was, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I messed up. I, right. I failed. I, but you fail. You're, I mean, I know. Yeah. And that's the- this is was not intentional. Excuse it was an me. honest mistake. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah, and exactly. we're going to have those moments like that. We're going to have those moments parenting. We're mm-hmm. going to have those moments in friendship and relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more of just back to that, like not fearing the failure and feeling horrible about yourself, but recognizing it and then moving on. Like just. Yes. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not sitting in it. Yes. Forever. Yeah. I feel like, too, this this whole time of our lives that we're in right now mm-hmm. has, I feel like there's much more room for failure than I've felt in other times. Isn't of, that the truth? It's so crazy how, what is that? I don't, I don't, I think, I think we're getting smarter. And society as, as, and pressure and things oh, that are put up. Saying. Like, I wonder sometimes oh, if it's I, like, this is, this is now the standard and this is oh. now the standard. And like, if you don't do it this way, you're failing. Or yeah. if you don't, I mean, I think that's part of it. We Well, I think we see more into more people's homes, mm-hmm. right? Like we, it's, it's very, um, we're not parenting side by side anymore. Right. We're 
seeing it through social media, whether it's true or not, we think other people are succeeding at all of their parental choices. All of their kids are succeeding at school and their choices and sports and arts. And, you know, before, you know, you didn't see that. You just kind of saw what was in your little subgroup. Yes. Yeah. And I, I really do miss that. And I I do, too. I, I read recently um, something from an author that, well, the author that wrote um, Wild, uh, Cheryl Strait is her name. And whoever was interviewing her was like, don't you feel that we are now, there's much more um, communication rather than connection. Like, oh. we have so many things coming at us all the day long. Yeah. That does involve our phones, our emails, mm-hmm. social media, and it leaves less and less time for connection. And I feel that that leads to such loneliness. And I feel that it's, I feel that because of all that, I don't feel like I'm giving myself or, or creating the space that I should be creating with the things that are important to me. I feel like so many things are coming at us all the time now, whether it's, it's just the change of the times. And I feel Mm -hmm. like it's because of all that, I'm failing at not putting my focus on sometimes what's the most important like connection Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean I can see it at night I can see Lincoln on his phone Mm -hmm. I can see the boys on on their iPads I mean and every and I'm like what happened to us just playing Uno like right and then I say want to play Uno no (laughs) same charades no why do you always want to play a game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I do. I, yeah. I feel like that's something I do sit in a lot of feeling like I'm failing at as feeling is having those deeper connections without distraction. Mm. I can. Because s- I'm like, ultimately, it's me up to too. me. I could tell everybody, get, get off. off no, 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 yeah. I, that is just, yeah, same. I Same. That's in my household, too. You know, we can say it's important to us until the cows come home. But I mean. I'm on my phone too. I mean, you I know? know, and it and it's, that's. But I, you know, and I and I complain about it too, like, oh, don't you just want to stay downstairs? Stay? Why are you going upstairs? You know, it's because they want their. I mean, I, it's a double-edged sword, right? Like, I always ask my boys to come back downstairs. I'm like, you don't even like me anymore. But like, I did not hang out with my no. parents when I was in middle school and high school, and it wasn't that like I didn't. And truly, like, I felt connected to my parents. I Like, I felt very close to my parents growing up. I felt like we were a very close, close tight-knit family. But, like, I mean, I would go to my room and hang out by myself. Like, I had a I TV in my, my room. I was on my swatch phone and, and looking at my caboodle <laughs> that we talked about on Mother's Day. I mean, that caboodle was the best. It was Mine like, was pink. Uh, I think mine was purple. Oh. But I guess my my the difference is, though, that we didn't have all the we didn't. sucked-in but I, I games su- or, true. or TV. I mean, I, sure, I like sucked into the TV. Friends. Like I would sit, I would I sit mean, and watch TV. I would. I know. And like, it why does that seem so innocent now? I'm I don't sure. know. Brian, it's funny. Brian and I had this conversation and he's like, you know, I get so annoyed by the YouTube clamor that, that is in the background of our house. And it's like, well, how can you watch that nonsense? But then he's like, I'm sitting there watching four episodes of Saved by the Bell. Or Fresh Friends. Or, this is a story yeah. all about And it's like nonsense. 
I just reintroduced that to the boys, by the way. And I, they were like, how do you know every word to the song in the opening? And I'm like, because I've probably seen you every know, episode. Isn't, wait, isn't that crazy how this is so off topic, but TV shows don't have awesome no, they don't. theme songs anymore. They don't. They don't. Oh, man. That led me a Family Ties, oh, a Growing Pains. Show. Yes. Who's the boss? But see, that was so innocent to me. <laughs> Anyway, I wonder if our moms were like, you know, I just want to spend time with our daughters, but all they do is watch Who's the Boss or Seventh Heaven. Mm-hmm. Seventh <laughs> Heaven. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, anyway. and I think back to all that and to t- kind of tie this in because I hope yeah. we haven't been off on too many tangents. But I think where there are benefits of the connection through social media and stuff yeah. like that, I think it also can lead to a place where people can make their lives seem more like a performance and mm-hmm. not admitting to the failures that we all have. And it right. all looks so great. And so that's why it's so comforting when you are able to open up and admit your failures and face your fears and mm-hmm. know that you just need to move on to have the people in your life that are like that. Just I get it. I mean, yeah. Well, and I think I think that w- that's something that's kind of important even to our social media on Trek to Happy Podcast is like. I mean, it's pretty real. We don't really, no. yeah. <laughs> so you get what you get with us yes. on our our social media page. Um, speaking of failures that I need to put on social media, I have yet to welcome anybody new to the neighborhood. That was mm-hmm. a day of mine a long time ago, and I'm going to admit that I have not done that yet. That's okay. Maybe that, that means you get double dare. Double, uh, get a double dare. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah. So, uh, but when I do, I will post about it. But I admit that I have failed to do that yet. Maybe I should just put post that. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Failure. Failure. I fail. <laughs> no, I think the, I think the biggest thing to take away from from this <laughs> episode is just speak your truth and know that you're going to fail. Yep. But know that if you surround yourself with people that are confident and don't judge you and don't try to give you advice and when you don't need it or want it in the doo-doo with you yeah that it helps to brush that failure off and move on absolutely faster i think yeah absolutely i agree with you totally flush it just flush the flush the failure (laughs) hashtag (laughs) flush the the failure failure. (laughs) love it because i am perfect (laughs) (laughs) yes you are in every single way. And we have some exciting things coming up soon. Yes, some new do. episodes. So um, do oh, stay yes. tuned. Yes. But who, are you going to dare me? Um, I'll dare you. Okay. Yeah. I think you're you've up. got some work to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excuse me. I don't need advice. Double, double dare. I just want you to hear mm-hmm. me in my failure. Okay. So what is my dare um, on failure? Okay. So your dare this, this week for this episode on failure I want you to be willing to admit your failure um, on our Instagram page, on our Trick to Happy podcast. Okay. Instagram page. So just be willing to share your failure with whatever our it may be. followers and listeners. I'm sure I will have many in the next two weeks. So. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. Because mm-hmm. you won't be alone. And it will make me post more on social media because I can post all the failures, <laughs> and then we'll be caught up on our social there media. There you go. We're just slacking See? on that. We're trying done to get. We're trying to get better. Yes, we, we are. are. All, all right. right. Thank you for listening. Be happy.
Thanks again for listening and being here with us today. And don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Trick to Happy Podcast.